Are you ready? <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> Penny, I'm always ready. You are always ready to go. I love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about this week's book. It was so good. Probably one of my top 10. Yeah, this was definitely my favorite we've done so far for this oh, podcast. It was so it good. might be one of my favorite books I've read this year. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. So Ooh, good. So good. <laughs> Well, we should talk about wine first. Yeah, let's talk about the wine. Get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penny picked the wine. I did. Mm-hmm. She's trying to, uh, the closest she could get with our uh, availability here to coincide with our book. Yeah. <laughs> um, should I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. With your like taste buds. It's so impressive. <laughs> okay so our book was pen pal and so um it was part of the premise was that she was receiving letters from uh jail yes and so she picked for me 19 crimes and this winery this is a did you know but i also believe they described this on the back of the label i don't know if you've ever read the back i have not please enlighten me so 19 crimes is out of australia and Mm -hmm. back in like i think it's the 1700s they might say this on the back here um, I don't know. Whatever. Um, so in Britain, in like the 1700s, there was a list of 19 certain crimes that if you committed one of those, they would ship you off to Australian colonies. Yes. And, okay, this is always kind of a fun little tidbit. The Princess Bride, you know the movie Princess Bride? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. When Vicini and the Man in Black are having their battle. Their battle? Their battle. <laughs> It's already started. <laughs> Their battle of wits. He references it. He says, and everyone knows Australia is a land entirely of criminals. It is. It's true. That's a line that he says in that movie. And I was like, what is he talking about? And it's because he's referencing this. So like a lot of people from like the 1700s, like in that time period, they wouldn't go to Australia because it was like, oh, it's all a bunch of criminals. And it's because, I mean, I guess quite literally it was, but it's all like stupid crimes like, oh, uh, you stole a loaf of bread or whatever. You stole a loaf of bread. And a lot of times, and they shipped Is that a, really the, one of the 19 crimes? It was like, let's see. Um, this one right here is called The Banish. And this one is a tribute to James McNally Wilson. In 1866, Wilson was court-martialed for desertion and mutinous conduct from the army and placed aboard the last convict ship to sail to Australia. Hmm. And a lot of times the the convicts died on the way there. So it was just a way to get rid of criminals, basically. So there, so I'm trying to find like a definitive list. And there isn't one, of course. But here's some sort of list. Uh, larceny, petty larceny, buying or receiving stolen goods, jewels, and plate, stealing lead, iron, or copper, or buying or receiving, impersonating wow. an Egyptian... Oh, I want to do that. Stealing from furnished lodgings, setting fire to Underwood, stealing letters, advancing the postage, and secreting the money. Assault with an intent to rob, stealing fish from a pond or river, (laughs) stealing roots, trees, or plants, or destroying them. Bigamy, assaulting, cutting, or burning clothes, counterfeiting the copper coin. I think they were just really bored back then. Right, they're just like coming up, clandestine marriage. Stealing a shroud out of a grave. Are you serious? That's what I'm reading here. I don't know how, like, 
uh, watermen carrying too many passengers on the Thames. If no any drowned, way. The, that if, is not a thing. If any drowned. No. If you got away and nobody fell off the boat and drowned, then you're okay. What? <laughs> on the Thames. It's not Thames. Thames. Oh, my <laughs> Incorrigible rogues who broke out of prison and persons reprieved from capital punishment and bewling naval shores in certain cases. Well, how does the wine taste, Kelly? Oh, it's good. I, you know what? (laughs) Actually, for a, you know, middle of the road, Mm -hmm. decent price point wine, (laughs) it's pretty good. What do you taste? I just, I had a taste and then I forgot what I tasted. Oh, my gotta go in for another <laughs> it's pretty heavy on the tannins oh look at you. I, do you know what every tannins time are? i'm so impressed with your like oh and i taste a hint of pepper tannin comes from and the tanner. skin of grapes you really can taste the skin of grapes that's the dryness the no, tan- uh, yeah are you serious yes you can taste the skin <laughs> of grapes the dryness in reds comes from the skin of the grapes which is also called the tannins how do you know this this. how do you know this because i drink a lot of wine you you can taste the skin of the grapes i'm ridiculous it's the dryness (laughs) let me taste it let me taste it the only time you want dryness is with wine you don't want it any other time (laughs) oh i definitely taste the skin on the grapes i want to say tannins (laughs) because Grape skin sounds gross. Mm, get a taste of that skin. You're going to sound like Leatherface. The grape Or Buffalo skin. Bill. You're going to, you know. You would love that. Are you kidding me? You'd be then, all about it. If you do this, you know, when you swirl, like the wine tasters, they swirl their glass. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, boy. Here we go, guys. The, the drier it is, you can see, you can see little, you can't see because I've got etching on my glass. Um, when it starts to, oh, there you go. Right here. See, look at this. How it's like dripping down like this. It's got good legs on it. Good legs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. But you can see the little lines dripping down from the. It's because it's got a higher viscosity. It's thicker because it's thicker with tannins. I bet you guys are so excited for my wine review. <laughs> but after Kelly's. <laughs> I can only imagine the edge of your seat that you're hanging on. The darker the red, the drier. The more tannin, the thicker, higher viscosity. Look at those legs. They're beautiful. Grape skins. Grape skins. The this more is, you know. This is the delightful dark red. Okay, I'm moving on to my really boring <laughs> review of wine. <laughs> so I had to really stretch here to find a wine. But she does in the book have a house by the bay. Yeah, they're in Seattle, outside of Seattle. Yeah, so I got Oyster Bay. Sauvignon Blanc. It's from New Zealand. Hey, we're on the same continent with our wines. Yeah. Oh, look at us go. (laughs) Well, it's really good. It's a dry white. Well, I taste lots of um, grape skin in here. (laughs) (laughs) It's going right through my teeth. White wine doesn't have the tannins. It doesn't have the skins. Are you fucking me right now? (laughs) Nope. That's why it's... (laughs) You're lying. You're lying. So what makes white wine dry? Maybe it does have those tannins. And, yes, but thank it you. Does. Okay. It does? Wait. Wait. Now we're going to look it up. Mm. <laughs> no, but you know how people are like, oh, red wine gives me headaches? That's from the tannins. Really? Mm-hmm. That's my problem. I just hate grape skins. 
white wines have fewer tannins than red wines. Oh, look at that. Sauvignon Blanc with no skin contact. Sauvignon Blanc. With no skin contact. (laughs) Could have one-tenth the amount of tannins of a red made from Cabernet. And a Chardonnay that spends time on its skins... (laughs) Could have less than a quarter. <laughs> Kelly just likes a lot of skin on skin. Anyway, what's your wine taste like? Skin? It tastes like <laughs> grapes. <laughs> no, no. This is so bad. It's just, it's a, it's a good, it's a good dry. Do you enjoy it? It's okay. Okay. It wouldn't be like my top 10, but I mean, the bottle's close to empty, which I seem to say on every episode. You're enjoying I, it. I'm enjoying it. I have. It's not. It's no uh, head games from last week. No. And I have a straw in it this time because Kelly had Halloween straws downstairs. So I insisted on drinking mm-hmm. my straw. I my tried. wine with a straw. It reminded me of a Super Bowl party where we all thought it was a good idea to do Everclear shots with straws. Yeah, that would probably be something I that would not, That was not. Everclear. Oh, ugh. my God. It was not a good idea. That would, like, take off the skin in your throat. It was terrible. All right. Are you ready to get into the book <laughs> after my um, dry white wine yeah. moment? Yeah. Let's talk about what makes you blush. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're, like, getting all, like, in sync like with how long sync. we hang out on the... Oh, <laughs> this was a good Ooh. one. Pen pal. Highly, highly, highly recommended oh from my. me. Yes, it's so, so, so good. Oh like, my god! Totally different book than what I expected from. Yes, from the like description, from the cover, from everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, this dude is not. He's accurately. Oh my gosh. He's accurately portrayed on the cover. I, I'm petting it right now. But the thing like, is, mm-hmm. so looking at the cover and reading the back, I thought that was the inmate. Like, well. From what she says on the back, sort of, technically it is. But from what she says on the back, yeah, exactly. I know it's so hard to talk about. Okay, if you want to read this book, you're gonna need to read it before you listen to this yes. because there's Big no warning. way we can talk about this without spoilers. Okay, I'm gonna give you the quick overview of the mm-hmm. book, so that way that if you want to stop this and then come back and listen to it, because there's no way that you can listen to any spoilers without giving away the whole book. Kayla is a widow who lives in a really old house. Oh my god, I love this! Um, like an old Victorian, like yes, Queen Anne house with lots of character in it. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Her husband dies in a boating accident. Yeah, um, a few weeks later her house is having electrical problems like lights going on and off and they talk about like how there's it's always like they bought it knowing that they would need to like constantly do repairs yes doorbell ringing no one's there um and then there's a big roof leak leak yeah so it's like leak yeah like all of a sudden (laughs) the repairs like start like amping up like crazy yeah she has a very sexy he's called aiden leeright we're gonna call him leeright in this um so he comes along um to check out the problems with her house with a very big sexy attitude Mm um and around the same time she starts getting letters from an inmate from Washington State Prison. Yeah. Right? And he signs it Dante. And then on top of everything that's going on, so she has electrical problems, roof problems, her husband just died, she's getting these letters. On top of everything else, she realizes her house is haunted. And she's very skeptical of it, so she's trying to, like, reason it away. Mm -hmm. And this book is pretty much about her finding love again and then working through her husband's death. Yeah, and as I was reading it, I was like, I don't know, this was a 
ghost story even better like yes on the back you would not get that from Uh -uh. this no at all and i don't know if she did that to throw you off a little bit you are pulled and yanked all kinds of ways it's so good i read this book in a day yeah Oh, it was I, two days. Like, yeah. I, you were a lot faster reader than me. But I could not put it down. It yeah, was so it good. It was so good. And I got, like, super excited, too. This is just an aside, but I love the very, like, beginning intro. It just says, part one, Inferno. And it comes with a quote from the Divine Comedy, which is also called The Inferno sometimes by Dante. And it says, the path to paradise begins in hell. And I was like, yep, I'm in. I'm Kelly's signed in. up. I was actually so excited. I was almost giddy excited that I picked a book that Kelly loved. (laughs) (laughs) I was so proud of myself. I was just like, this book is so good. Do not listen any further because we will get a lot of this because yeah, like it totally has a surprise ending. So if you want to read this book, you need to please pause and come back. Yes. (gasps) So good. But Leroy alone oh my mm. gosh yeah he oh is i started to tell um, penny this there's a sexual profile sexual identity whatever of a, a primal mm-hmm. and this i have a little bit of this where you are very like turned on into um if this is like a thing that like sets you off or whatever with growls biting smells whatever if that all like sets you off like heightens your arousal or whatever that's totally him yes and, and it's a lot of what yeah. it's like a dom yeah submissive yeah relationship like hunter prey type of thing yes mm-hmm. oh it's so sexy and yeah. she also kayla like had that part of her but she didn't realize it yes until she comes in contact with I him mean, there is so many good sex scenes uh, in here it, it's, it's ridiculous like one on top of another and like some people like her like that might be your jam and you don't even know it till you like come across someone who like right ignites it in you look at you Kelly Mm. I would say like the one thing that surprised me though is that there was no trigger warnings at the beginning of this um so there is murder there is blood um there is the dom submissive relationship and it's pretty intense relationship yeah so I was really surprised that there was nothing that kind of warned you about that going into the book Mm -hmm. so just to warn you guys yeah yeah there's there is some mm-hmm. I would think trigger warnings yeah, for this. I do like that he really lays it out as you should with this type of relationship. He's really clear that they need to be um, consistent with consent. They need to be clear about safe words. Oh, as soon as I read that, I was like, yeah. oh, this is Kelly's jam. Yes. And she because she's never <laughs> been in a relationship. Yeah, but she <laughs> I know she was laughing about it, but it's true. So everybody that's listening is ready to be shocked ret to go and enthralled and maybe watching your wetness please so just to give you kind of the the history the baseline of the story before we jump right into the chapters for people that have mm-hmm. not read this book so um she or kayla has just lost her husband mm-hmm. that she says is from a boating accident he drowned mm-hmm. um it's been a couple weeks and which i really liked the greek mythology um parallels of course you did you probably didn't look up the Eurydice and Orpheus nope I did you didn't not know it ahead of time did you oh my god Kelly <laughs> everybody who doesn't know Eurydice and Orpheus um story uh they have really cool parallels with it <laughs> and if you don't know it maybe you should look it up it's really cool and I'm not gonna go into it and be a nerd okay Kelly 
It's also sort of, um, this will relate to you. They also sort of like parallel and show it a little bit in the um, Hercules cartoon, Disney Hercules oh, cartoon. I've, I've watched that plenty yes, of times see, with I my kids. I love Hercules. <laughs> I do too. It's not historically accurate. Okay, everybody, I know that, but it's really funny. And and it's I, fun for kids. It's really funny and I love it. Okay. And panic, <laughs> panic, the demons, pain and panic crack me up and panic is my favorite. So he like follows her into like the underworld because he's so in love with her. Oh, so that's kind of a parallel Ooh. thing. Ooh, not when you And know. I love that because they named the boat, the boating accident that they talk about. The boat is named Eurydice. Oh my gosh. How do you? I, I, of course, she read that deep into it. So her husband dies, and then she starts having problems with her house. So she has this um, handyman come and check everything out. And he is so freaking hot. When he shows up, the way she describes him, oh I'll tell you who popped into my mind because the description. Oh, I want to know who. The description, because she was like, he's got this like work boots and jeans and he's got this beard and tattoos all over and he's cut. And she said it looks like he just strolled out of the woods like he just built his own cabin from trees he chopped down. So <sighs> guess, guess who popped into my mind? Like everyone, everyone has to have this I think image. I know who you're saying. Everyone who, has to who? have this image in his mind because she just said he built his own cabin from trees that he just chopped okay. down. Who did you think? Because I'm thinking somebody. I want to know if you think Wait, the same person. one. Two, no, three. no, you say it. Thorin Bradley. Oh my gosh, that's who I was thinking of too. Of course, it's gotta be. Everyone's gotta be like, well, that's Thorin Bradley. I thought so too. I was like, it has to be him. So, yep. anyways, she sees Thorin Bradley walk yeah. right through her front door and is looking at the problems in her house. She's single, so I mean, yeah, but he's very like gruff and short and like just one word. Yes. responses to her and like I just loved him like he was just like Aiden <laughs> she's like uh that guy doesn't live here like <laughs> it was amazing like their response their back and forth was so funny it was um so he gives her a quote they go back and forth or whatever so he's gonna come back and do the work but also we want to kind of introduce the housekeeper yeah Fiona. Fiona so um Fiona comes back after her husband dies and is like cleaning she cleans her house weekly yeah um, but she was kind of funny like when she came in she acted like scared to see her and um she's Kayla's like was like surprised and she's she was like, there what what do you expect because she's like cleaning up the um roof leak and yes. she's like oh yeah like i'm here cleaning up the roof leak you know sorry that i startled you because the roof is leaking blah 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 and then fiona's like asking her like oh do you plan to stay here in the house and she's like oh she's worried about like job security and she's like yeah i'm gonna stay here for a while figure things out yeah. like kind of yeah i know fiona i kind of liked it but then i was also very like questioning she gave about her, her. Kind of weird responses sometimes yeah and we're so like, i was like is what's she going like a on bitch or is she okay yeah. yeah so she's kind of a she's a scottish lady she's fun she's yeah, very but, blunt which yeah, i she's like very about blunt, her which i like but she's kind of a she's an interesting one yeah um so she goes to a grief counseling group to kind of just talk about everything because she's mm -hmm. been through so much with her just husband to see if this is a way to like figure out how to like 
try to move on because she's just like wallowing in her grief yeah she's really sad about her husband mm-hmm. um and he sounds like an amazing guy when she talks about mm-hmm. it so she sits in this grief counseling group it isn't working for her so she just mm-hmm. gets up and leaves and she there's like one lady that she chats with at the <gasps> oh like oh my gosh that was heartbreaking yeah at the coffee station and the coffee's and that Ugh. lady is like you know she tells her what she's been through and she's like do you think you know has this helped you and the lady's like what do you think and then she sees the lady sit down and like nobody talks to her and she's just kind of on her own and kayla's like fuck this and leaves yeah yeah so she walks across the street to a bar and guess who she sees at the bar hottie thorn bradley yes thorn bradley. <laughs> let's just call him thorn i'm all about it okay thorn bradley is there yeah in a booth and she gets herself a very heavy drink so these authors that write these romance books know what they're doing because she was really upset and he puts her into a booth and he goes you can cry it's okay no one can see you she didn't want to cry in public or have him she tried to run away because she's like i'm getting emotional i don't want anybody to see me cry and he like guided her into a little corner and yeah yeah i'm like stop it stop it like this is not real life stop it yes stop it stop it that does not happen no Stop it. No man is that intuitive. Maybe Thorin Bradley is. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I bet he is. Actually, never mind. I take it all back. <laughs> it was kind of like Scythe being like, breathe. Yeah. Gosh. Something with these wolfy men. Who knows? It's primals. They know, they know what's up. Gosh. They can scent it. <laughs> so, but when they're in the bar, he is so blunt. Like, he's like, let's he's, go oh home. Oh, my God. The shit that he says to her. He... Honestly, the mm-hmm. devil and chaos, he gave him a run from his for his money. He did. On his dirty talk. Yeah. Holy fucking his, shit. His dirty talk was money. Oh, mm-hmm. Watch your wetness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. The gifts Penny was sending me. Oh. I know. I think yeah. I said Ni- Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. We sent, we sent a few splooshes <laughs> to each other. Some people might need their bobs on this one. You know what bob is? No battery operated boyfriend oh yeah <laughs> bring them out for this yeah. one. Oh, the stuff that he says the stuff that he says and he's just straightforward it's like chaos yeah like just straightforward you know the one-handed belt removal um <laughs> so she goes back to her house because she turns down the one night stand at the bar with him mm-hmm. after i oh, think but he says like listen i live above the bar yes so if you change your mind he's so confident He's great. It looks like Thorne Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> the beard and, so, and everything. The beard and everything. Yeah. Or this dude on the cover. Yeah. I love the skull tattoo on his chest. Uh, too. Everything I love oh. about this cover. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's just have a moment. <laughs> let's just <laughs> with the cover. Just <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I live above the bar. When you change your mind, just come knock on the door. Whew. Okay. So then. Knock, nearly knock, knock. So she goes back to her house. She sees a letter, another letter from the inmate. It said, I'll wait forever if I have to was the first one. And she wrote back and was like, for who? And he wrote back, you. Yes. Uh, and they just magically end up on her yeah, dining room which table. which is kind of weird, too. Yeah. And she's like, she said she's been having, like, absences in memory. Yes. So she's like, maybe I brought it in and I don't remember. Because she's going through a lot of stress yeah. right now. She just lost her husband. It's yeah. sad. And so then she's like, I don't think I'm who you think you... Wait. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're who I, I think, think I am. <laughs> I don't think I'm who you think I am. 
or whatever. I'm not this. I'm not the right person. You're oh writing gosh. to the wrong person. Whatever. Whatever. Yes. And he's like, nope. I know who you are. Oh, and that line, I can still taste your skin. And I was oh like, oh my gosh. Mm. Of course, a prisoner like, can still like, taste who my that skin. You, Dante. And she says she can smell his scent on there. The yeah. She's like sniffing it. Cedar and wood. Always. Man smell is always like cedar oh, and wood. Yeah. And she starts hearing um, footsteps downstairs and it's really kind of creeping her out because she feels she hears somebody moving around in her house. And then she kind of waits and listens because it's raining really hard, too. So she's like, is it the rain? Is it the creaking She's trying to rationalize it, you know. Yeah. Like you would. So there's nobody there. So she just runs out of her house. She's like, fuck this. And guess where she goes? She runs right to Thorin's house. (laughs) Thorn Bradley's house. Yes, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> it's like two in the morning or something. Yeah, she's yeah. soaking wet because it's. She changed out outside. of her like jammies because she's like, I'm gonna go check this noise out if there's like a yeah. So she just or throws on sweatpants and a shirt. No underwear. No, she didn't have time. She's just putting on clothes in case she has to confront it someone. It was very convenient. Yes, and then he's like, Well, we need to get you out of these clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it kind of just escalates and then she's like, really she's quick. She's trying to be like, okay, I'm not going to like, oh, I'm not going to like throw myself at him because, you know, I totally well, did. Oh, she did. Well, yeah, I'm getting, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. getting there, buddy. <laughs> she's trying to like rationalize with herself. Like, I'm not going to throw myself at him. My husband just died. You know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't come over here to like bang him. And then mm. all of a sudden she's like, he's close. He's hot. Like, blah. and then she's just like. Eh, fuck this. Okay, and then the quote is, I want you to do more than just Yeah, so then she takes her shirt off. Because she's like, whatever, we're going for this. And then he says. So then he's like looking at her. Yeah, he's like, whatever you say, boss. Yeah. Jumps on her. Yeah. But then I love it. She's like, he's 200 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. Yeah, so he like takes her to the bed and just like lays on top of her. And oh, it's yeah. like, you can feel like how it's written. You can feel that weight like on you as you're reading it. Yes, you know? she was so good about she that. She was so good. How he just like hovered, but like mm-hmm. enough weight, but he was strong enough to hold himself up. so... Oh my gosh. So good. And then like they're doing it and he's like, do you need to come? And she's like, yeah. He's like, then do it. Yes. Yeah. I'm that was just, probably like the I added that in because it was their first sex scene. Yeah. But it was probably like the least oh yeah. Intense one that they had. It was the least one. I mean, I didn't add in their sixty nine oh. or their anal in here. Yeah, it's delightful. I mean, there was so many good sex. I mean so I only many. had to take like a couple out of here, so mm-hmm. we didn't take it like six hours long. Yeah. So they do it, blah blah blah. She spends the night, she goes home. They'll do it quick. They do a quick little romp chase in the morning. A yeah. little role play chase where he calls her, he says, run little bunny. Yes. Yeah. And it's super hot. Oh Again, gosh. every single sex scene is super hot. So then. So then we move on to chapter 18, mm-hmm. which lots of sex happens in between here. Yes. So don't get disappointed. Yes. Um, so she goes over to Lee Wright's or. Thorin. <laughs> 
Um, because it's been a few days and he didn't say goodbye the last time he came over to help fix our house or whatever. Yeah, she was kind of annoyed because he was working on the roof and then he just got like got in yeah. his truck and left. Yeah, the weird thing about saying like, goodbye. Yeah, she's like, what's up with that? He won't yeah. say goodbye. They, She goes to his house. He opens the door. They're in it to win it. She talks a lot about his beard on this one. Yeah, she loves how it feels on yeah. her skin. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like the beards, but some that sounds weird. That sounds like a person who is a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Usually, in general, I don't like like I know beards are like a big thing Mm -hmm. now and like attractiveness. And usually I'm like, yeah, that doesn't do it for me. Some people like Thorin. I don't I feel like they look more masculine with a beard than without a beard. Yeah. To me. Some people I think I'm just like "Eh," and like the scraggly like no, Un, not like the whiskers. The ungroomed beard. Gross. Meh. We don't want that. But like Henry Cavill. But it's weird. Whew. He does nothing for me unless he's Geralt. Really? Yes. Oh, he does everything. For, like, I don't care. Is he him, Superman? Him, I mean, like, he's an attractive dude, right? But like, he can be Superman. He can be himself. He can be, uh, what is that? An, in Enola Holmes. He can just breathe. He can, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. That's Henry Cavill. What? He's, Yeah. He's Geralt, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, he can just be breathing. And, and he I'm can like, do his <laughs> Geralt growl, and I'm... <sighs> oh, he does do a good growl on that. Mm-hmm. He has a yeah, good beard and but, a good growl. But him, but he doesn't have a beard. He's just kind of scruffy. But uh, that I would class it as a beard, a scruffy beard. Okay. Anyway. So they're just kind of kissing and biting and teasing, and then... As soon as I read this, I was like, Kelly is in love with this guy. <laughs> and the quote that he said was, no, it's necessary. We need to communicate clearly about these things. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Kelly is Niagara Falls right now. <laughs> but it is also true, especially with this type of um, like Dom sub, like especially the type of like chase the um consensual non-consent type of thing Mm -hmm. that they're like treading on a fine line with they really need to communicate and do the safe word like we talked about so he is correct and she doesn't know because she's never done anything like this so they kind of go on and um he calls her bad bunny like the bunny and it's either big bad wolf or the lion yes either lion or wolf i like wolf better but of course you do of course i do lion's okay too and she's always the bunny yeah Mm -hmm. but he'll like just come up to her like when he's just talking to her regular he's just like oh hey bunny yeah that's but when he mm -hmm. goes bad bunny what is Mm -hmm. wrong with me yeah i sent Benny a gif of a little (laughs) a bunny running around on a bed (laughs) we need to put that on instagram so everyone can see it it was so funny yeah this man Mm-hmm. He knows how to use his words. Yes, he's so hot. Whew. And mm-hmm. she starts to move her hips on his fingers. And he actually stops her. And he says, <coughs> Wait, are you going to do your weird voice? My masculine <laughs> voice. <laughs> okay, go. I'll be very masculine. My Thorn Bradley voice. That, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it? I can. I don't okay. know. All right. What is it? All right. What is it? Oh, yeah. This is a good line. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. He's such a good dumb. What a good. <laughs> yes, daddy. <sighs> Here in this bed. <laughs> this is what happens. I give. You take. 
You'll take and you'll take until you break. Then you'll beg me to break you all over again. Yep. Huh. So good. Oh, it was so good. Um, so after that, they go out for a little bit. He pulls her on her knees and he slaps her ass. He loves to slap her ass and on this one. And she loves it too. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. And then the dominance and... It starts to come up. Yes. He, he breaks it out a little bit. He eases her into it. Yeah. And she loves it. And he loves, like, she says this right away, like at the beginning, that she wants it rough and hard. Yes. And he's like, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yep. And I think probably because she never got to do that with her husband, Mm -hmm. you know. I love how they talk about how she is almost like a comfort blanket for him, like a weighted blanket. Like Mm -hmm. she just, he's always like over her. Mm -hmm. Is that pressure? It was so sweet. Mm -hmm. And also I really like how they talk about aftercare too, because like with these really intense relationships in BDSM, because it is so intense that sometimes it can be, even though it's like good and what you want, sometimes it can be emotionally draining, especially because you go to a different headspace mm-hmm. that sometimes you do need like special aftercare, like the comforting blankets and like cuddling or like when they're in the shower and he like washes her and takes care of her and his extra gentle, like they call it aftercare. And they explain that in this as well. Everyone should really get well. that. No matter you should what get it. the ex- you sexual get experiences. It. You should get it no matter what, but especially yeah. with like the really intense hardcore like kink and BDSM that's um, extra important. And it's especially if you do like a lot of like, they don't do this in here, but with like degradation kink and like stuff like that. When you do like all of this hardcore, yeah, it is like when you do all of this hardcore stuff after aftercare is extra important. Mm-hmm. And I love that they showed that side of it as yeah, well. Yeah, it you was know? really, really good. Yeah, it was healing for her too. It was yeah. very cool. Yes, everything about it. Yeah, it's great. So we're five gonna. Stars. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was it was five stars, a hundred percent. Yeah. So we just to um, chapter twenty six, which I labeled Hunter and Prey. Yes. Oh, and in the meantime, she is still getting these sporadic letters. Yes. And she but they're will, not really a big part of the story. Not. And I kept kind of saying that too. I was like, what the fuck? I thought this was mostly about because it's called Pen Pal. I was like, where's right. these letters? And they're here every now and then, and they're pretty cryptic. And she'll kind of write back and be like, what the fuck's going on? Right. And then he will write an equally like weird, confusing letter back. And yes. one that was sort of like in between these chapters had a line from, again, another line from the Inferno or the Divine Comedy. And I was like, ooh. And he's like, this should mean something to you. And she's like, no. I don't know what you're talking about. So that's just as an aside, like we were also confused. Like, yeah. what's going on? What's up with this guy? I was worried because I love Thorn Bradley here. Yes. And I was like, is this other guy going to show up and ruin everything? I know. What's I was like, do happening? not ruin what's this happening? for them. Yes. <sighs> so then. So then. Um, so Leroy or Ash Thorn. Yeah, Thorn Bradley. Um, <laughs> he's building a house and he's taking um, Kayla to go see it. And then she decides that she is going to take off running into the woods and mm-hmm. he's going to chase her. This is a hot. Oh, oh it's so This hot. is probably one of the top 
sexy scenes in the book. Yeah. It was so, so good. Hot. So he chases her in and he catches her like on and off and he peels off different pieces of clothing every time he As catches her. Like running through the property. Yeah. So the he, wood, it's like wooded property. Yeah. So by yeah. the end of like when he finally, finally reaches her, she's completely naked. Yeah. Like not an item of clothing against her. Um, and he holds her against a tree and starts spanking her, which she loves. She's all about it. Oh, yeah. And then... And then, ooh, 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 I get more to read. Yeah. Ooh, you can see. Ooh. And then he says, <laughs> Isn't it so good? He's so good. <laughs> He's so excited. Mm, we need Wolf like on every episode. I know, like, Wolf, can you read this for us, please? <laughs> or Thorne Bradley. Oh my but, gosh. I would have loved to have like tried to get Thorin on here to read something. Oh my god, just a couple of these. Like, yes, it would have been amazing. Could you imagine? Can, like, oh my gosh, I would melt into the floor. About, like <laughs> the <laughs> the bobs coming out. <laughs> Every woman in like never like everywhere I'm be like, oh okay, yep. <laughs> be their ringtone, yeah. <laughs> So okay, he, imagine this in Thorne Bradley's voice. Thorne Bradley's voice. And then and it's then on your he, ringtone. And then he chops some wood with some grunting oh my afterwards. Gosh. So he's just got done spanking you against the tree. And yes. then he and says. And then he says, oh, God, baby, you're fucking perfection. My dick is so hard for you. I don't. That didn't sound like. I'm like, my dick is so hard for you. Let's go back. Let's go back. And we're going to be Thorne. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, God, baby. (laughs) You're fucking perfection. (laughs) You're you're fucking perfection. (laughs) It's weird when I'm like looking at Penny. Your eyebrows are the best. My dick is so hard (laughs) for you. I think it's weird when I make intense eye contact with Penny. It is really weird. While I do it. (laughs) I need to come deep inside this perfect pussy (laughs) while you scream my name, says Thorne Bradley slash Aiden. Lee, right? Yeah. I need to come deep inside this perfect pussy while you scream my name. (laughs) Chop, 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 grunt. Chop, chop. If he could just say that and then put it, we'll all just put it on our ringtone. Yeah. And then I want him to say chop, 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 grunt. (laughs) Be amazing. Amazing. But then, guess what he does, Kelly? Right after Penny's favorite. Yeah, guess what he does? Throws her over his shoulder. (laughs) Spanks her ass. (laughs) Throw me over my shoulder and spank my ass. He sure did. (laughs) Um, And then he carries her to kind of like a clearing clearing area. Yeah. and then and then um, they just yeah well she writes too that he goes like almost animal on her yeah yeah and he just comes he is epitome of primal yeah and i love it completely unleashed yes. which is so hot i love those primal dudes mm. Mm. oh my god i have more now yeah. <laughs> making all these weird noises and then he says and then he says <laughs> oh yeah was this a good one yes okay <laughs> maybe my dirty bunny needs her other hot little holes filled too <laughs> he, 
He puts one thumb in her ass and the other in her mouth. Oh my gosh. Yes, and he's just fucking her like crazy. It's and she intense. is going nuts. Yeah. Like just loves it. She wants everything. Yeah. All her holes filled. She is not holding back. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing this, and then he flips her onto his back onto her back. I'm mm-hmm. drunk. It's like the quote for this podcast. And then he doesn't let her orgasm, though, at all until he's ready to. And then they both go at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's like his thing to do. It's very like, yeah, it is. Um, edging yeah. is the thing. I know. We should like make a pyramid or like our, not a pyramid, but like our favorite favorite hot, book dudes. Oh, my. Like there's Cass, Cass. and Lachlan. <laughs> yeah. And Obviously Cass. Cass. <laughs> Bring well, him up in every series, in every episode. And this guy, of course, Thorn Bradley. Thorn Bradley. Because we can't call him his name. Oh my God. But then, so going back to the scene, though, really name, quick. Say my name. <laughs> when no one is around you. Um, but then he feels really badly after this scene, Because he's though. worried that he hurt her because she scraped her knee. And yeah. she's like, dude, I'm fucking fine. I know, but he's like, feels he's really so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because he went all animal on her. Yeah. And she's like, I did not say cheesy. Mm-hmm. I don't think any woman worries about a guy going animal on them. Mm-hmm. No. And that's the thing. Like, it's like, that's what safe words are for. And he's so worried about it. And she's like, this was earned in the best yeah, of ways. Yeah, and she says it in there like, there was mm-hmm. no part that I did not enjoy. Yep. This was all earned the best of ways. <sighs> yes. And like, even when you're like. Consent, consent, consent. Yes. When you're doing like, this is a big thing too. When you're doing the like major deep throat and beegers, if you can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> If you can't handle it, like tap his thigh with your thumb, like do something if you can't speak, you mm-hmm. know, because your mouth is otherwise engaged. Um, you know, tips from Kelly. Yes, there's always ways to let him know if you can't handle it, but I, what if instead of just tapping them, what if you just like squeeze their balls so hard? Well, that then, would give a good idea, yeah, but then it's painful to them, you well, know, it was like, painful for you. No, I'm not saying it's not, it wasn't <laughs> painful, it was just like. I'm this is where we're getting where I can't handle it anymore well I guess my idea is not the greatest yeah well you don't want to I mean his aim is not to like make it uncomfortable for you but then you just make it a little uncomfortable for him right but you don't want it to be mean (laughs) this isn't someone Kelly this is the nicest side of you I've ever seen well this is because we're all in consent here right consent 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 um so we're gonna jump a ton of amazing hot oh my god there's so sexy. much like there's so much that i could even just like spur it <sighs> off right now that i was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was the wrong word to use i think but it was the right word to use <laughs> this whole book was so like, good though even the one where he like pushes her over the table yeah that was oh. before this yeah. Wood scene, but oh, oh, oh my, my god, everything! Oh my god, so good. Every every single scene was. This whole book was so good. I loved everything about it. It was so good. So then we kind of get more to the story because yeah. we're past the porn part. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Wah, wah. Um. Oh, and so good. So we everything, go, even the story part was good. I yeah, it everything was about such this, this a good book, book. Was so good. Oh, it kept me on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. mm, in more ah, ways. Edge. Um. So. Her house is haunted. We're kind of yes. getting back to that because that kind of goes to the, towards the end. So um, she, so the housekeeper is kind of trying to talk to her like 
your house is haunted. It's okay. Let me bring my sister over to help. She's a psychic. She can kind of help us all mm-hmm. through this. Um, so, and um, sorry to interrupt you. Don't ever apologize. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, her uh, Kayla is kind of like skeptical up to here. She's yes. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yep. And I love how the Scottish sisters are like, "Yeah, you know, like, do you feel like?" this is happening to you and she's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah and she's treating them like they're crazy yeah and they're just like no so anyway yeah so they come in and they kind of talk about the number one rule is don't tell the ghosts that they're dead yeah because the ghosts will not believe you mm-hmm. they think that they're alive they won't handle it well yes. it kind of like makes them damned like eternally damned i think is what she said yeah. So they set up kind of the seance in her late husband's office. Yeah, because she's like pretty sure it's her husband, yeah. obviously, who's haunting her. So she hasn't taken off her wedding ring since her mm-hmm. husband died. And that's a thing like Aiden, sorry, Thorin. <laughs> Thorn Bradley. Thorn Bradley. Um, so they obviously are getting more intense and more relationshipy. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to start to fall in love with you. Are you not on board with this relationship? And she's like, no, I totally am. And he's like, okay, but you're still wearing your wedding ring. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I can't figure out why I can't take it off yet. But like, give me some time. Yes. That's kind of where, why the like porn stops. The psychic does get in contact with a ghost and there's lots of lot knocking and yes and no answers yeah but the ghost kind of takes over the pen that the psychic is holding mm-hmm. and the one word that it writes is revenge yeah she's like what are you here like do you know kayla and like what are you like hanging around for yes and it says revenge like ripping through the paper kayla just takes off running and yeah, freaks she's out she's like oh my god it wants to murder me yeah so she runs off into her kitchen and fiona and um claire the psychic claire um finds her in the kitchen and all the cupboards and all the drawers are open mm-hmm. which happens a lot through this book that's yeah. kind of like the ghost and thing the, like light bulbs bursting yes. and like the doorbell which we already talked yeah, about tv yeah. on and off mm-hmm. things coming out like the electrical the smells and they also say like gaps in memory is a sign of being haunted and like yeah that's what the girls the sisters tell her yes yeah so she does think that it's her husband or possibly her parents because her parents did pass away mm-hmm. um kayla tells her about the letters that she's getting from the prison yeah so it kind of like completely intrigues them they go back in and they're talking about this and then they say oh she's been seeing people around like she said she saw somebody outside like grimacing at her from a tree yes and she saw a little boy outside yeah that sees her and points at her and screams yeah um so they're trying to piece this all together um and there's a detect so they're like well why don't you call the detective that was on the case for your husband that maybe could look up the prisoner's name that's been sending you these letters so she goes and calls the detective or she tries to she gets the phone and she calls and then she finds out that he has been dead for six months. The detective. And her husband only got died, died like... Got si- died? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> died, like, six weeks ago or something. Yeah. So it wasn't even that long. So he was dead when he interviewed yeah. her. So she's like, what the hell is going on? Like, this yeah. doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, the sisters get, like, weird looks on their faces. Yeah, like... Yeah, and she's like, what are you guys saying that you're not telling me? Yeah, and then they're like, maybe we should look up, like, owners of the house. Maybe the people haunting the house are people who used to live here. Right, because they said that they knew her. Yeah. Um, So they looked up the house, and somebody had bought the house a month after 
her husband had died. No, it was in January. They they said her husband died New Year's Eve. Right. And oh, it was in okay. January. Yeah. So it was like right after her husband died. And yeah, she's so like, not long. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I live here. And then so from the ceiling, her wedding rings falls yeah. onto the table. And she can all of a sudden hear a kid running around upstairs. Yes. And like lights are going on and mm-hmm. off and things are going on. And then and she then. puts it all together. Because they can't tell her. And she realizes. This is so fucking like, usually I can put shit together. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Can I say it? Yes. She is the ghost. (laughs) It's like, I see dead people. It It was, was, yes. Oh my God. It was total sixth sense. Like, I was like, what? Her husband is not dead. She realizes that she is dead. And her husband was the one who killed her. Yes. And also, and her also, husband killed Lee Wright. Hashtag Thorne Bradley. Thorne Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, well, how has she been like banging Thorne Bradley? Yeah. But he's dead too. But that was a parallel. Like she was living, doing this oh parallel gosh. because ghosts are in this weird limbo. So she was going through this whole like she's haunting the house and at the same time reliving these memories with Thorne. Yes. Yeah. This poor guy. <laughs> What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And so the like ass bag husband and you find out then obviously he was. Did you write ass bag? No. <laughs> oh. but we, so we find out what really happened. Yes. And then you go through it and like so they died on New Year's Eve. So it makes sense that these new people bought the house in January. It does say just like Sixth Sense kids can sense or see ghosts. And so, so that's why this little kid. Oh my. And cats. Cats I can see, see ghosts too. People. That's why they're always jumping out like nothing. Oh my cats freak me out all the time. Cats can see ghosts. I'm sorry my cats see so much shit and we're probably real people yeah <laughs> um so then we go to and we want to know the real story now and i labeled this it's me hi i'm the problem it's me. <laughs> I know. she sent me that and i was like this is the best ever i love it so they kind of go what's really happening and what really happens the true story is that her husband was actually really abusive to her yes and she so they did say throughout the book that ghosts only remember what they want to remember mm-hmm. or what makes sense to them at the time mm-hmm. so her husband was actually really abusive and was a narcissist mm-hmm. um, and she left him and filed for divorce and that's when she met Thorne Bradley yeah or Lee right um, yeah and so like they do show her kind of disgusting discovering like at one point she had a scarf on and then she took it off and it looked like there were bruises on her throat that looked like one part looked like a thumb Mm -hmm. and then they show like her wedding picture and she notices that looks like there's a thumbprint on her arm right and that she had like thrown up right before the wedding picture because she like was so nervous about it yeah there's so many little hints throughout the whole book it was so cleverly written so what what the real story was um so she left her husband she met lee wright slash thorn bradley and it's new year's eve and they're gonna go out on the boat and they're gonna watch the fireworks they had been together for quite a while yeah um so and her husband this is why she had seen sorry no um why she had seen somebody out by the tree when she was like reliving all like haunting the house was that her husband had been stalking her for a while yeah so her i mean her husband is a true narcissist by the the end Sorry. He's very At abusive and very like nobody can have you but me and yes. like he'd been stalking her for like months. Oh. So she would see him stalking around the house like around town like he'd mm-hmm. catch her around places and she was trying to put um, a restraining order on him. So mm-hmm. 
they walk down to the water um, on New Year's Eve to watch the fireworks. She's going to get the boat up and running. And while she's doing that, um, Leroy slash Thorn Broadway is um, kind of getting all their stuff together. Mm-hmm. So once the boat is going, she's calling him. She doesn't see him. So she walks this up. This also must be a much bigger boat than I imagined. Yeah, I think so too. Because I was thinking like a little fishing boat kind of thing. Yeah, but. or like a little like speedboat type of deal. You know, yeah. where like the boats that we all have, we I don't have a boat. I know it's like, but I like, don't have a boat. <laughs> but like my friends all, have, you know, the boats that we all grew up on with our friends, like in Michigan on the lakes in the summer, where it's like. You know, seven mm-hmm. people can sit around on it, and like you can fully see the person getting the engines ready. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This was she was getting the engines ready, and Thorin was nowhere to be found. I mean, she didn't know where he was, and she was like, "I'm getting the engines ready," and then I have to go down a ladder to find him, and I was like, "Hey, this boat yeah, this is, is much nice larger." <laughs> yeah. So she goes and looks for him, and when she finds him, she finds her. Her um, lay husband slash yes. soon to be ex husband slash Michael is his name. Yes, pointing a gun at Thor Bradley. Who would ever do such a thing? No, you do not point the gun at him. And he's like super calm. Like yeah. I know you're completely unhinged and mentally unstable. Yeah, and he's doing whatever he can mm-hmm. to try to talk her um, ex husband into letting her go. And yeah, it's between and those like, two. Yeah, get her off the boat blah 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 so they describe they um figure out the letters to her ahead of time before this because this is like basically they she has the whole bomb like she's the ghost and they're she's like what the fuck is are these letters and it was actually aiden slash thorin and they find out that his name is a an anagram for dante dante alighieri yes who, who wrote the divine comedy slash the inferno which is his favorite his favorite poem i mean it's one of my it's in my top books ever of course it it's is. so amazing it's penny <laughs> come on i love you kelly it's so good and it is i mean and it's a good allegory for what this book is it's i mean he explains it too it's about somebody's like path through purgatory and hell before you get to heaven and she breaks up this or paradiso paradise it's italian dante was italian i mean uh, <laughs> anyway i'm sorry drunk no too. i love it <laughs> anyway she breaks up her book into the three like purgatory hell and then finally heaven and so like they're going through this is like the two of them in their purgatory was the whole like haunting episode and then their hell is when they're like trying to get through all of that mm-hmm. and then they're finally in heaven at the end and so we're finding out like what happens because one of his letters he said i bled i gave up and bled my veins for love like i loved too much that's the reason why i'm in penitentiary which is purgatory oh my gosh she's so clever it's not me you're just you're so rolling, clever that you're, you're rolling my eyes at your no, I'm, I'm rolling you're rolling my eyes <laughs> You're rolling You're your just eyes at me. Too smart, Kelly. That's like what I mean. That's why he said he's like, "What are you?" She said, "What are you? What are you in there for?" And he's like, "I guess you could say I loved too much." He he's like, "I would do this again, over and over and over again. I would say I would sacrifice myself to save you." So he does surprise. He tries to get her off the boat. Surprise! He does end up 
sacrificing himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know that. We know they're both dead. That's true. That's why, like, it sounds so bad, but when he died, I wasn't extremely sad because I knew no, that she was going to die, too. We knew they were both dead already. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they'll because be together. Because that's kind of like how it ended was like, she's like, I wasn't dead, or he, my husband wasn't dead. I was. He killed me, and he also killed yeah, so, Thorne like, Bradley. Hearing that... <laughs> oh, no. Let me say Lee Wright on this part. Lee Wright died. Um, but he shot him right in between the eyes and it was such a tr- she did such a good job writing it yeah like, it, was it was described so really well oh I yeah I may I may have cried which I cry all the time you just books. said we weren't really upset when he died and then you said he cr- you but cried. I did I still cry <laughs> <laughs> it's still sad I did not cry you of course you didn't surprise black heart i was Kelly. just making all these like cool inferrals but after he dies then michael grabs kayla mm-hmm. and drags her out to the water and then pushes her under the water and, and drowns she drowns her. yep and it's very sad mm-hmm. so after all of that it kind of goes this is pretty fun i love this epilogue she ends up finding out obviously that she's dead mm-hmm. so then the doorbell rings one yeah. more time and it's thorn bradley can you imagine opening uh, your door it's like heaven. like heavenly thorn bradley <laughs> the light behind him and everything <laughs> like angels and everything <laughs> the white and dubs just yes <laughs> yeah can you just imagine i'm sure everyone can imagine yes please and he's like this was me ringing the doorbell the whole time and trying to get my way back to you and he's you know this is me with the letters blah, 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 blah. and she's like what a why the washington penitentiary yes and he's like well <gasps> let me tell you there's a certain asshole who's right there serving time for murder oh yeah this epilogue was so funny oh it was so justifying i loved it so much i was like infuriated for them yes like i was so angry and she did such a good job describing a narcissist so it was written as a psychological interview Mm -hmm. we're interviewing you to see if you are um, mentally stable to stand trial yes with the (laughs) ex-husband It's so good. It was infuriating, but also really funny. Yeah, because he was like, well, this was self-defense. And it was clearly, but in his head, it really is. so awful. And it was just like classic narcissistic behavior. Yes. And they mentioned throughout the book that ghosts are visible to, um, because it's like something with your brain wave, like your um, wavelengths in your brain. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like other ghosts, children, cats, um, and some geniuses can see ghosts, apparently. Kelly, do you see ghosts? You know what? I, <laughs> I am I am not a genius, but I have, from time to time, have thought I have seen ghosts a couple times. Ooh. I've had some dreams about ghosts, and there was one time, I swear I saw a ghost at my friends. Uh, they go, well, I don't know. You can describe this, too, if you want. No, go for it. So this, you know, this poor psychiatrist mm. is trying to interview this narcissist, fucking dick foamer, and <laughs> you're, dick foamer? you're trying so hard. Dick foamer. You're trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that so. And much. they show up, and because he's a you know a certified genius. <laughs> He can see them and they're just like making faces at you. They don't say what he can see or what they're doing, but it's 
recorded interview between the psychiatrist and him. And so it's just his reaction to them. And it's really funny. Yeah, it's like towards the end. So they ask questions. And then towards the end, he starts to see them. And then he starts to get freaked out and like huddle in the corner because they're like coming close to him. And it was like, justice. Yes. And the psychiatrist also doesn't believe it at all. Yeah, you're nuts, dude. Yeah. But he also thinks that he's like faking it to try to get a lesser sentence because he's trying to fake yes like insanity for his trial but they're not buying it they're not buying it that's so funny it's amazing it was so good it was a really good episode this was an amazing book it was so good i absolutely loved it i loved it it was like it was ah, good it was good and completely like different than what i thought it was gonna be yeah which was fun too like a fun surprise i was like ooh. Haley Joel Osment's going to show up every and like, <laughs> yeah, I see dead people. This guy, whoever this guy is, oh, who is that model? I on don't the front? know. Did they say somewhere? He oh, is this right here. You just see his little happy trail. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They need to. Who is that model on the front know. of that Did book? They say on here cover photograph of. Oh, <gasps> who is it? Saj Mani. Of course, his name is Saj at Wander Aguar photography s-o-j-m-a-n-i we're looking him up holy balls oh my gosh this man yeah Uh, Mm. there is no words no nope no we're going to look him up and tag him about how much we um watch our wetness (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate you (laughs) we appreciate him i've petted this cover a few times I just keep showing the cover to Penny and she's like, I'm aware. <laughs> I am. I am fully aware. Woo. Yeah. We need to look him up. Mm-hmm. Thorin as certain. How many t- Let's. I would love if we could somehow count how many times we've said his name. <laughs> I know. We should take shots every time we had said Thorn Bradley. Take shots. We'd be dead. <laughs> We'd be dead twice. I'm pretty sure. It really did remind me of him, though. Yes. The way she described him instantly, I was like, this is Thor. Okay. All right. <sighs> Moving on to next week, Kelly. Yay. Okay. So, what are we- <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> So, next week. Next week. We have a special a special show. Yeah. I'm so excited so about this. I'm so excited. Our favorite person. Yes. So, next week, we are just like, (laughs) we're going to just talk a little bit about about a book, um, but mostly talk about um, the voice actor. Yes, we get to have Wolf Gunner here, finally. Yeah, to talk about his, I think this is his first book that he's narrated. His first official book, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk to him about that a little Mm -hmm. bit and talk a tiny bit about the book. Yeah. Um, But I'm excited to ask him so many questions. Mm -hmm. So, the book that he is... um, has narrated with it's a code narration you know from different points of view it's called daddy's addiction yeah yeah. name like that (laughs) can you imagine Uh, yeah and uh stella hunter is the female co-narrator yeah the book's by bj alpha and um, big author yeah big co-narrator yeah so that's it's exciting all around yeah so yeah but we don't want to give too much away about the book or anything but we're super excited because we love him and um yeah we're gonna talk to him next week a little bit about the book a lot about him a lot with him you know 
Yeah, you guys kindly get to... No, I can't even talk. You got a little taste of him. Yes, mm, there you go. From Slasher Pass. So now we get a whole lot more. Yay! <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me when you were going to do it. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, see you next week. Woo!